Hello, listeners. Thank you for tuning in to WGWG.org. My name is Stephanie Flores Fuentes. Welcome to Insert Subject Here, a segment in this radio that covers popular news subjects and takes a closer look at the data in regards to said subjects. Today's topic is that of vaccines. We will take a look at the origins of vaccines and the views into modern attitudes towards them. Before we take a dive into this subject, let's listen to some music. Hello, listeners, and welcome back. Finding the first to do anything can be a bit challenging, especially in an age where people weren't as connected as they are now. It is important to note that there are times when the person who is credited as being the first to come up with a concept or an invention is not actually the first to have come up with said concept. With that in mind, there are several names that are important in the pathway to vaccinations and their research and development. From the late 18th century to the mid 19th century, we have scientists such as Edward Jenner and Louis Pasteur. It is also important to mention the findings of Jon Snow, not to be mistaken for the one who is on Game of Thrones who knows absolutely nothing. The Jon Snow I am speaking of was responsible for tracing the source of cholera in Soho, London in 1854. So, what exactly are vaccines? According to the CDC, vaccines contain the same antigens or parts of antigens that cause diseases. However, it is important to note that the antigens in the vaccines are either killed or weakened to the point that they don't cause disease. When vaccines are administered, your immune system produces antibodies to fight off the diseases. This leads to immunity. Vaccines are also important because it is easier to prevent an illness than it is to fight one off. There are very, very few people who are recommended not to take vaccines. Amongst these are those who have compromised immune systems, those who are undergoing chemo radiation treatments, people with serious allergies, the elderly, and those who are very young. In regards to young children, the CDC has a recommended vaccination guide from birth to six years of age. There are 13 diseases that these vaccinations prevent in children in addition to influenza. If unvaccinated, there are many diseases in this list that can lead to death, paralysis, or other life-altering disabilities. People who are unable to vaccinate due to pre-existing conditions then rely on what is called herd immunity. The concept of herd immunity relies on the assumption that if many people are vaccinated against contagious diseases, the community as a whole will benefit because the diseases they are vaccinated against are less likely to take root. It is because of vaccinations and herd immunity that we no longer think much of diseases such as polio. However, when more and more people decide not to get vaccinated due to personal decisions, they compromise the health of the herd, and therefore, diseases are more likely to become common in their communities. This is especially worrying for those who do not have the luxury of deciding not to vaccinate. Dips in herd immunity can lead to serious health issues on these individuals, and even death. With that bleak point, 
Let's take a pause to listen to some music here on WGWG.org. Some may think that misinformation and myths regarding vaccines are fairly new. However, dear listeners, they are everything but. In 1879, the Anti-Vaccination Society of America was funded, and then, a few years after, other cities opened up chapters against vaccination. They printed propaganda and spoke out against vaccinations, both in public and in court. Some of these sentiments are held to this day. One of the biggest myths surrounding vaccination is that it can lead to autism. This association was largely attributed to a heavily debunked medical paper published in 1998, which was co-authored by Andrew Wakefield. Andrew Wakefield was a gastroenterologist, emphasis on was. Following the professional misconducts discovered in this study, he was struck from the medical register in 2010 and is no longer allowed to practice medicine in the UK. This medical paper did not have a control group and had a small sample of 12 children who were selected for this study deliberately. Additionally, it later became known that facts were falsified in the study and that children were subjected to multiple tests not cleared by an ethics committee. This paper led to a drop in MMR vaccinations, which is the vaccine for measles, mumps, and rubella. As a result, there was an outbreak of measles in the UK. This, however, is not a story of the past. Because Wakefield is not allowed to practice medicine in the UK, he now lives in Texas, where there had been a decline in vaccination rates. He is also linked to a decline in vaccinations in Minnesota and among the Somali-American community with whom he met privately. This has led to a measles outbreak. According to the CDC, there were 75 cases of measles in the Somali-American community in 2017. Vaccinations are important, not only to protect the people who are vaccinated, but the community as a whole. Prevention of an illness is much better than fighting one off. It is important to take vaccinations seriously and keep in mind the flu vaccine this season. The CDC estimates that from the 2010-2011 season to the 2013-2014 season, influenza-associated deaths in the United States range from a low of 12,000 to a high of 56,000. In close, one of the best ways to keep yourself and others safe is by getting vaccinated. This has been Insert Subject Here. My name is Stephanie Flores Fuentes. Thank you for listening, and I hope you have a happy holiday season.